Welcome back to the Purpose Beyond Post podcast. On today's show, we have a very special guest, Dina Perry of Dina Perry Wellness. Dina is a licensed acupuncturist, herbalist, and traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. She has also specialized training in supplementation with nutraceuticals, dietary nutrition, and lifestyle modifications. For over 20 years, Dina has served Oak Park and other local communities on health, food, environmental, and safety issues. Dina is someone who's very special to me. She has helped me so much in my health journey, and I've learned so much from her, just from getting acupuncture treatments with her, as well as supplementation and Chinese herbs. Um, So I'm very excited to have Dina on the show today. I hope you like this episode. All content on this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment. Hi, Morgan. So happy to be here today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So for everyone who doesn't know, Dina is an acupuncturist, an herbalist, and a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. Um, I met Dina when she was doing my acupuncture, and I just loved her, which I I never thought I would say that I loved acupuncture (laughs) because I don't like needles at all, but it's one of my favorite appointments just because Gina is amazing and she knows so much about what she does and she makes you feel so calm and comfortable and relaxed and she just knows so much about everything. I feel like I learn so much every time I have an appointment with you. Um, (laughs) Yeah and you one thing I, I will say is that you like take the time to get to know your patients like you got to know like my health history and you know everything that was going on with me you didn't just say okay we're gonna do a treatment and then you never talk to me again (laughs) so it it really went a long way for me well I think that um that's one thing I love about what I do is that I actually get to know my patients really well and I think that is what um, is missing on the other side of a lot of medicine is just um, really getting to know not just the health issues, but their person's personality, um, you know, what they envision for themselves and what their, you know, their emotional needs are too, because in the word disease is actually dis-ease and that's typically dis-ease is somehow translated back a little bit emotionally too. So um, just getting the full scope on somebody's emotional well-being, their physical well-being, it all just kind of goes hand in hand. And you can't do that in 15 minutes. You just, it's impossible. So that's why I like to start off with the very thorough intake and um, just chart a patient's treatment through that initial intake how they're doing whether you know it's like itchy skin and the itchiness going away or if it's you know a headache and the headaches are improving it's just constantly tweaking the body to just 
kind of see what will work to get it to homeostasis. So disease is not possible in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And it definitely tells like every time I come in for an appointment, you ask how it's going, how the herbs are working, how I felt after the treatment. And I feel like that's what's helped me to start healing in so many ways because you always are checking in with me. So it's really great. Um, So why don't you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself, how you got started, um, where you went to school, your experience and all of that stuff. Sure. So, um, well, first off, I had a very holistic father who I thought was kind of a little bit kooky (laughs) 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 until I realized he was actually really, really smart. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And yeah. And so it kind of started randomly, honestly. Um, I was serving um, on our local um, municipal council, which is a publicly elected office in my community. And these group of moms kept coming in. And at one point they came in and they were very upset because the uh, Metropolitan Water District was going to be adding fluoride to the water. And I just kind of always thought, oh, you add fluoride to the water. It's, you know, that's what you do. It's so Mm -hmm. good for you. And then I started researching it and I could not find any studies except for one out of Harvard that actually showed that, um, you know, a certain group of people were more apt to get cancer. And um, so that was the only thing I could find. And then I actually had some conversations um, with some dentists up at UCSF uh, through their dental department. And it just, it, it was like kind of a snowball after that. Cause I just really did not realize like what I thought to be true and what was actually true were two separate things. So that yes. me down the path of like looking a little bit deeper into certain things when it came related to health. And then I had three children. So things would come up and um, I just found that the natural way and a lot of times acupuncture was always really, really helpful. So I ended up, oh, and then from that, I should also add, I just, while I was serving on the council, I started going to a lot of medical meetings and um, it became kind of a hobby and an addiction. So I found myself going to um, the A4M uh, conferences I was. What is A4M? Um, it's the anti-aging um, oh. or uh, organization. A lot okay. of doctors, naturopaths, acupuncturists, doctors go to those meetings, okay. and they just have really, really good um, lectures and presentations. And um, you know, back then it was. I think kind of just getting going a little bit. I don't know, but I would fly to Los Angeles yeah. for their annual meeting and I go to a lot of spend the day there. And I was just going to honestly, quite honestly, lectures everywhere. And wow. I spent a weekend with um, Daniel Almond and his wife, Tanya, at a weekend event learning all about brain health. And he owns clinics all over the country about, yeah. you know, brain, um, you know, helping brain people with brain injuries um so I was just you know I was reading tons of books 
Um, so it, it just became like almost like a really big hobby, then an addiction. And then I'm like, you know, I really want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went back to school. I went to Empress College in um, Santa Monica, which is a really good school. It's a really intense program. It took me five years to get through the program. And um, it, what's nice is, is you learn everything Western because you have to know, understand the body first through the lens of Western. So you have like pharmacology classes, you would have, you know, all the muscle classes, chemistry, biochemistry, all that stuff. Oh my gosh. But then on the flip side, you also have all the uh, traditional Chinese medicines. So while I'm learning all the pharmacology, I'm also learning all the herbals. <laughs> and, yeah. um, I, you know, so, so that part of it was, I mean, very, very intense and a lot of work. And, um, you know, worked in the clinic there. And got to see tons of patients. And I did a specialty with stroke and brain trauma, which was amazing. And I think wow. that was where I like was pretty impressed with Chinese medicine. Honestly, that's when I really knew it was pretty incredible just what it could do. Because I can remember one uh, patient that we were treating. It was me and one other person that was working with this particular patient. But they'd actually been in a motorcycle accident. They weren't supposed to survive the accident. And, um, but they were still working on getting their balance back. And um, they, we, we would put needles in this person and they could work, walk straight down the corridor in the clinic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And this was someone wow. who <clears throat> could not do that when they would walk in the clinic. That's amazing. So that was pretty incredible. And then I also spent <clears throat> one summer working at um, Disney Cancer Center in Burbank, working with all the cancer patients, you know, people who've been through really quite a bit through chemotherapy or, you know, they were go it's in chemotherapy or post-treatment that we're just trying to get and that that was incredible too, working with those patients. So, you know, a couple areas where patient care is pretty intense, and but everything else in between, like so, you know. And then I just I've always loved the supplements. I mean, I'm I like have an addiction to supplements and trying to try out supplements and then combining with the herbals and yeah. So, to me, it's just magical, honestly, when you get the right thing going for someone and um, you just see like how well the two intersect and they can be really powerful just as standalones. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So, so I love that. Yeah. I feel like you have su such a strong background. That's how you know so much about everything. And also what I love about you is that you're not like anti-Western medicine, you think there's like a purpose for everything and stuff. And you just, you just really take the time to get to know each patient, which it, it really doesn't ever happen in any doctor's office or any other acupuncture place I've gone to. It's like, they don't take the time to talk to you. They don't really, they'll have you like buy $300 worth of supplements and then you're taking them for six months and then you're like 
well, how do I know if this is doing anything? Right, right. Well, yeah. you've seen me too. I'm like, you're like, wow, you're on a lot of different things and stuff. And you just are just so good at stuff like that, which yeah. is Yeah. Well, I love it when a patient comes in the first time. And as you well know, like I just have them bring in everything and then I just <laughs> go through it. Yeah. I, I do get amazed at... Um, how much stuff people take, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes people do have to take a lot of stuff, right? There is a time and place for taking a lot of stuff. It's typically when somebody's pretty ill and they just need the supplements or supplements, supplements, supplement what we need excess of because we're so deficient. Um, And so that is what a supplement really is. And yeah. I mean, honestly, as you get older, you do need more supplementation because your body just can't absorb or produce the enzymes and the processes in the body to actually, you know, utilize the nutrients as well as when you're younger. So as you age, I do find that people do have to take a little bit more. Right. And there's usually more health issues as people age because that's just what happens as you age. That's but, very true. Yeah. So, but for when a young person comes in and they're just taking a lot of stuff in general, it's like, I mean, it, it, it has to be targeted. Like, for example, if somebody is put on a B vitamin, I usually like to change that out like a different brand, maybe three to four, maybe five months down the road, because the body gets used to it. It's like, it lo- actually lose the benefit of always doing the same thing. Um, right. That makes sense. You, you build up a tolerance. For yeah, it, probably. Yeah. You ate spinach every day at a certain point, your body say, okay, I need something else other than the spinach. <laughs> yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, so for somebody who hasn't done acupuncture and doesn't really know a lot about it, can you just kind of explain what acupuncture is and maybe, you know, what the most popular reason that people come to you for acupuncture for? Um, so acupuncture is over 3,000 years old. Wow. Yeah, it's very, very old. It's not like some new hip thing. <laughs> yeah, which, which most of us think it is. Yeah, it's been found for thousands of years. And the herbal formulas, there's classic ones that have been some of them have been around just as long and so um so they're tried and true and they're proven but acupuncture is based on the body's 12 meridians plus a couple extra ones um what is like a a meridian if if someone doesn't know so so there are 12 meridians and they're all tied into um the different organs related to the body. And sometimes they're not always that exact organ relationship, but for right. example, there's the heart meridian, the lung meridian, the liver, spleen, kidney, pericardium. And wow. then also the small intestine, large intestine, gallbladder, stomach, urinary bladder, and the Sanjiao, which is actually your digestive system. Even wow. though even though the spleen and the stomach are part of the digestive system in right. medicine. Um, so, and then you have the REN, which runs down the center of the front of the body and the dew channel, which runs down 
from the um, top of the head down to um, the back. And so on each meridian, there's different numbers of points. Um, okay. So like on the heart meridian, you have actually nine points. And, wow. and each of those points has different um, ways that it's used and has different meanings. And it also has different meanings when you combine it with points from other channels. So for example, um, the stomach channel, a lot of times is used stomach 36, which is like right under your kneecap can be used for digestive issues in conjunction with points on your abdomen. There's a couple, there's several points actually on your abdomen. Of the stomach. And so all these point prescriptions are some of them are classical point prescriptions and others are like, you know, as a practitioner, you just come up with, you know, point prescriptions that you feel work really well that you've kind of discovered on your own or for your patients or, or, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I'm always like yeah. having fun with, well, I think, or, or just sometimes it's an intuition. Wow. That patient really needs this point. Like you're right. at their body and it almost screams at you. Put in <laughs> Like in probably hair. like my hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. That are begging for you to put the needles. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So, it's yeah. I remember though because pe- most people are probably like, okay, if they come in for like bloating or stomach problems, and you put a needle like in the knee, like you said, I remember I was like, oh, that's and you would think that the needle in the knee is helping the knee, but it can be connected to something yeah. a different meridian, which yeah. most people probably don't realize. I, I mean, I didn't know that. Well, the stomach channel actually starts at your foot and goes all the way up to your face. Oh, wow. so it goes all the way up to your eye. And so you can use numerous points to treat, like you can use points on the feet to treat the face if you wanted to. And so there's lots of different ways. Like, like when somebody has a headache, you can use some of the points on the feet to help treat the headache. Yeah. So, so it's very, it's, it's just such a beautiful medicine based on, based on the classical points, prescriptions based on you know, um, what a practitioner learns when they're in practice. And then just based on that, you know, intuition, when the patient comes in and you're right there on the spot and the points are screaming at you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which you must have very good intuition because I feel like anytime I come to you for something different, it's like, I just feel so much better after the treatment. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Even (laughs) with bloating, it's like, I feel so much less bloated. I feel so much more relaxed. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I also think that, um, you know, you know, a lot of people may not realize this, but um, with, um, you know, when you work with a practitioner, it's also like a relationship. It's like, it's kind of like getting to new and know a new friend. It's right. like, patient comes in, they tell you what's going on. And you really have to learn their body. And sometimes people don't want to stay long enough for you to do that. Right. (laughs) Or in a rush. Oh, no, no, no. I I just want to be treated one time and I want to be better. And I always tell patients if, 
if I was that good, I'd have a line from my office <laughs> all the way to New York, you know? It's oh, so, so true. Yeah. So it's really a relationship and, um, you know, it, it, to help someone, it's like you learn what their body likes, doesn't like, and you really learn the physiology of somebody's body the longer they're with you because you know what will work, what won't work, and like their own health journey that they're on. Right. Oh, you know? and that's that's what makes it really rewarding to me is like really like when you have had patients that you know, come to you, they appreciate what you're trying to do for them. And they understand that you're learning their body to try to help them too, because, you know, it's, it's really a process and we're forever, you know, our bodies are forever evolving, growing, changing, like, you know, it's like a baby. It's like, you know, it's like, they're so much like changed in one week. I think we see it more when it's a baby, but even as an adult within yeah. one week, the way you feel on the first Sunday of the month is not going to be the way your body is like by the third Sunday of the month. Right. And so the body's always moving on and, you know, coming up against challenges in the in- or just from stresses in their personal life. And yeah. uh, so it's always just evolving with whatever's going on in the person's life and what they're surrounding themselves with. So mm-hmm. but one time might not be the right treatment for the next time. Right. It's always different. And I noticed that too. Like when I come in, you do different points for depending on what's going on with me that time. And it definitely makes a difference. I would, and if you see like with my fingers, uh, you'll put them in there, and then you'll be like, "Oh, that actually really helped." And then you just tweak accordingly, and that is, I think, how you've helped me heal, like on my health journey so much, is that you pay so much close attention to the details and like how my body reacts, which is amazing. Yeah, um, I, yeah, and I also think like. You know, when a patient comes in, you know, it's, sometimes you have to refer them out too. And I, I'm never shy to refer people to other people, you know, or yeah. other, other ways to help them, um, which because it's, you know, acupuncture is one modality. Right. It, it, and I know, I know for some people it can be the beginning and the end of their health journey, depending on what's going on with them. But there's some people, um, especially when, you know, you have brain trauma patients or stroke patients, they need more, like they need just sometimes more, or if somebody has chronic, like my favorite is chronic illness. I love chronic illness mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of people who have chronic illness, but there's a lot of layers to the onion when you're peeling back somebody's illness, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times they're going to need other things, you know, like the lymphatic drainage or the colonics or, you know, or like even like, you know, dry brushing, things like that. Yes. I wanted to ask you, because I know you recommended for me, maybe that a colonic would help me with my digestion and bloating and everything. So can you talk a little bit about colonics if you think that they could be helpful or does it just depend from person to person or maybe about your personal experience with them? Because I know a lot of people that are like 
a lot of people are scared of acupuncture, but a lot of people are also scared of colon. <laughs> and I was one of them for sure. Right. I mean, my area of expertise is not in colonics, but right. I do know the benefits of them. Um, since we do, yeah. do in, in our office, yeah. but you know, the large intestine is an organ that, um, it has to do a lot in the body. And, you know, sometimes people can get food poisoning, they can get um, even a stomach virus and things will, and even aging or SIBO or candida or some of these things or parasites, whatever it is, which can lead to impaired function of the large intestine. Right. Um, so, that's, I think, where colonics really excels is to um, really help bring back the um, peristalsis and reinvigorate the large intestine, mm-hmm. you know, and bring that back to life so um, people can get restored. It's called the migrating motor complex of the large. What is it called? Oh, it's called the migrating motor complex. It's okay. What causes that peristalsis? It's always moving in motion, and so that's where it really, really benefits people. I believe is that it helps restore that. Um, it helps with, um, you know, if you have parasites to kill those off. Right. Because they can't survive when you're cleaning out the colon. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I have tried it, and you referred me to somebody where you are that was amazing. And you can tell she also just knows so much about what she does. She's, I mean, probably the best. But yeah, I, I definitely noticed a difference. But like you said, you referred me out to someone that you trusted. And I think. It, it does go a long way that you're not like, okay, acupuncture is going to cure everything. And all you need to do is see me. You'll refer people out to, you know, other people for different things. And I think that that also is really great. Um, and I wanted to, anybody who's like me, who is really afraid of needles, right? what, what does acupuncture feel like? If you could kind of like right. explain it a little. Acupuncture um, is done with, in my practice, and should be in every practice, with sterilized, individually packed needles. So every time you open a needle, it's fresh. Right. Alcoholing and cleaning the area where it's going to be inserted. Um people feel different things um, when they feel like you can, sometimes you can feel the insertion. I mean, it's not like a perfect thing where you don't feel things sometimes. I mean, I'm happy if people don't feel too much, right? but you can feel like a zing sometimes Mm -hmm. if it's getting close to a nerve or even near a bone. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of times people can feel like an aching feeling in the to me is actually a really good thing. It, mean, it means there's a lot of stagnation in that area and the area is opening up and being awoken. Like I've treated people post-surgery who have um, been in casts or boots or, you know, their arms have been in, you know, in a sling or this or that. And they're just, they, they have been using the limb. Right. And so 
they those type of people will get more of an aching, uh, a more of a zinging because it's been stagnant, the muscles have atrophied, so they will maybe feel more of that. But even patients who, you know, are ill that have not had anything done as far as moving energy in their body. So once you put the needle in, all the needle, the points start talking to each other where the needles are inserted. And that basically is what I call moving the luggage off the train tracks. So your meridians are like the train tracks. Yeah. The blockages are like the luggage so the train can't get by on the train track. And Mm -hmm. by putting the needles in, opening up the meridians is when the body, you know, can basically talk to, um, you know, talk to itself through all those points, basically, and open up the lines of communication so a patient feels better. Right. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. And and I can say that you are very gentle and you make it a very calming experience. You put on the meditation music or, you know, you spray like a nice lavender essential oil and you make it a whole calming experience. And I remember my first session, I was like, there's no way I'm going to fall asleep with all these needles in my body. I'm going to be sitting here having a panic attack. (laughs) But I was totally relaxed. And the more that I came in regularly, I started to fall asleep more and get more and more relaxed. And it's crazy because you'd think that it's not comfortable, but it's actually a really relaxing, comfortable experience. Well, part of what happens is, is that most people these days live in sympathetic mode. So mm-hmm. state of alert, a state of, you know, hypersensitivity. So once you feel comfortable with your practitioner, you are able to um, first trust that practitioner that will allow you to go into that state of relaxation, but the needles really do amplify it because they, it does release endorphins in the body. Um, Mm -hmm. when you put those needles in, I believe, and, um, in, in addition to all the balancing that goes on. So you're really just taking that whole sympathetic layer and just like pushing it away. And right. that you're left with is basically you, who you really are without all that like nervous energy and anxiety and whatever's going on in your life and your concerns. Right. So it gives the body some time to really heal in that space. Mm-hmm. And especially, I mean, you know, I, I really like, you know, I really always hope that the patient falls asleep for a period of time, because to me, that's where you really go into that deep alter universe where your body really can just like completely calm down, completely regroup and reset itself in a way that usually lasts. I would say most people say that it lasts about a week. Yeah. You know, and then you start feeling like you may need it again. And that's, like I have some patients that come every other week. I have some patients that come every three weeks. And this is once we get them situated. Usually if somebody comes in with a health issue, they have to come weekly for a little bit just to get stable, depending on what's going on. Right. Uh, but then it, it, it's more like maintenance. And um, and most people understand that their body, especially this day and age, you know, nobody's like living in a Zen garden 
every yeah. day. You know? <laughs> so it really Very helps. True. It really helps the body just get back to balance. Yeah. No, I can definitely feel it too. And it's like, I didn't know what to expect, but it's, it really does. It helps with like anxiety with, you know, your mood and energy and just so much like people think it's just one thing that acupuncture does, but it's so much more. And I know in your office, there's like a picture, a painting that I always look at when I'm there getting a treatment and it says something like come healing of the mind come healing of the body or something like that right. come healing of the body come healing of the mind yes it's yeah that is really what acupuncture is it's like it's just both it really is yeah and I definitely have experienced that you've helped me so much in so many ways and I know we have to wrap up here soon so I just wanted to ask you a few more questions before we end Um, so is there anybody who should not get acupuncture if there's like can you get it while you're pregnant or you can't I've treated many pregnant women um, especially when they are um, in the first you know three months where they're nauseous it's works amazing and I use magnets for that also um and you know a lot of times people can get very like that excess fatigue when they're pregnant so it helps with that or if they're having other issues um there are a number of points that we don't use for pregnancy okay be on the safe side but yeah I mean you know I've only had one person they weren't a patient of mine told me that they were actually allergic to needles and I have never heard that I know so um, that's interesting yeah but I have there's really no reason why somebody can't other than you know fear time yeah (laughs) I guess that that makes sense well that's good to know so it's pretty much safe for most people yeah Um, and if you have like a really heavy bleeding disorder that would be the only thing but I've had people that I've treated who you know were prone to it and it's never been a problem but you know always let your practitioner know on their on your health forms or if anything has ever changed with your health where you've added on a medication that could thin your blood you should always let your practitioner know you know something like that yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, and then maybe one final question. Uh, what motivates you to keep just being amazing in your profession and passionate about what you do? Because, it, it, like I said, it really shows in your work. I just, I would just say that I just um, love what I do. And yeah, like to treat patients the way I would hope be treated by a healthcare practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I love, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to health and <laughs> all the little things that um, can get somebody healthy. And, you know, I love just doing little customized programs for people because I, I just feel like I do know a lot and I, I just like to, inject whatever I can into whatever it takes to get them well, whether it be through the acupuncture, through the herbals, through the supplements, through outside, through outsourcing to something else. Yeah. 
a lot of times it's even food, you know, it could be food or just a life. Sometimes people just have to be told that they need to get joy in their life. And sometimes they just have to hear from someone other than, you know, a friend or a family member or something. So sometimes yeah. it's just, I need you to go out and um, do something that's going to make you happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that is so true. Cause like you said, it's all connected. It's all connected. It makes such a difference. Well, thank you so much, Dina, for coming on. I could talk to you for like hours, but (laughs) I know you're busy, so I'll let you go. But I really appreciate you coming on. And I wanted to share your website with everyone. Um, Can you tell everyone what your website is so they can find you? DinaPerry.com, and that's D as in dog. E-E-N-A-P is in Paul, A-R-R-Y.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dina. It was amazing to have you on. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.